St. Thomas Aquinas's Four Analogies for the Trinity. Our intellect, which is led to the knowledge of God from creatures, must consider God according to the mode derived from creatures. In considering any creature, four points present themselves to us in due order. First, the thing itself taken absolutely is considered as a being. Second, it is considered as one. Third, its intrinsic power of operation and causality is considered. The fourth point of consideration embraces its relations to effects. Hence, this fourfold consideration comes to our mind in reference to God. Summa Theologiae Prima Pars, Question 39, Article 8. The first analogy is in that we regard God, quote, absolutely in his being, end quote. This, the Father, is, in this, the Father is eternity, the Son is species, and the Holy Spirit is use. Eternity is, quote, being without principle, end quote. The Father is like eternity in that he too is without principle, quote, principle without a principle, end quote. The Father is generated of none and is therefore like eternity. The Son is like, quote, species, end quote, or as St. Thomas more helpfully describes, beauty. Something is said to have beauty in that it meets three requirements. First, it has integrity or perfection. That is, the form of the thing does not depart from the idea in the mind of God and become corrupted to being ugly, false, and evil. Second, due proportion or harmony. In another place, St. Thomas describes this idea of due proportion as, quote, those things which please when seen, end quote. Third, clarity or brightness, as when we find bright colors to be beautiful. First, the Son has perfection in that he is the express image of the Father, in that he is image. The Son is related to the Father just as a beautiful thing is related to its prototype in the mind of God. Second, the Son has due proportion in that he is the express image of the Father, in that he ex is express. The Son shows forth the Father in perfect harmony, not lacking. Third, the Son has clarity in that word not only shining forth its own nature, but also illumining the intellects of all. The Holy Spirit is use in the sense of enjoy or use joyfully, and that he is that whereby the Father and the Son enjoy each other. The second analogy is in considering God as one. In this, unity is as the Father Equality is as the Son, and concord or union is as the Holy Spirit, the three of which imply unity but in different ways. As Augustine says, quote, The three are one by reason of the Father, they are equal by reason of the Son, and are united by the reason of the Holy Spirit. End quote. Unity is said absolutely and in itself without regard to another. For this reason, it is as the Father. For so also is the Father without regard to another, and hypostatically in himself, and of himself. As St. Thomas says, quote, Now unity is perceived at once in the person of the Father, even if, by an impossible hypothesis, the other persons were removed. So the other persons derive their unity from the Father, end quote. Equality is, quote, unity as regards others, end quote. 
something has unity with another when they have the same quantity as that other. This is said of the Son not due to any quantity in the Godhead, but because of the sharing of the self-same divine essence between the two. As St. Thomas says, quote, But if the other persons be removed, we do not find equality in the Father, but we find it as soon as we suppose the Son. So all are equal by reason of the Son, not as, not as if the Son were the principle of equality in the Father, but that with the, without the Son equal to the Father, the Father could not be called equal, because his equality is considered first in regard to the Son. For that the Holy Spirit is equal to the Father, is also from the Son. Union is the unity between two, and therefore is the Holy Spirit, quote, inasmuch as he proceeds from the two, end quote. As St. Thomas says, quote, if the Holy Spirit, who is the union of the two, be excluded, we cannot understand the oneness of the union between the Father and the Son. So all are connected by reason of the Holy Spirit, because given the Holy Spirit, we find whence the Father and the Son are said to be united, end quote. The third analogy is in considering the power of God in causing amongst created things. The Father is power, the Son is wisdom, and the Spirit is goodness, and that these are three aspects of causality. Yet we must be careful, for if we, cons if we are to consider each of these in the created realm, there is a great dissimilarity in them. Power is the principle of a certain cause, and is therefore like the Father, who is the principle of the Holy Trinity. Yet in earthly fathers, due to age, there is a lack of power, which must be denied of the Heavenly Father. Wisdom is like the Son, in that He is the Word of the Father. Yet in earthly sons, due to lack of age, there is a lack of wisdom, which must be denied of the Heavenly Son. Goodness is like the Spirit, in that goodness is the object of love, which is the Holy Spirit. The fourth analogy is in considering the relationship of God to his effects, from whom, from whom refers to the Father, by whom refers to the Son, in whom refers to the Holy Spirit. From can be taken in two senses. First, it can be taken in the sense of a material cause, that is, the chairs made from wood. God cannot be a material cause. Second, it can be taken in the sense of an efficient cause, that is, this chair is from the chair maker. In this sense, it is taken in the same way in which power was above taken in regards to the Father. By is taken in the sense, according to St. Thomas, of, quote, the habitude of a form by which an, ancient, an agent works, end quote. In plain language, this refers to a certain, quote, mental disposition, end quote, whereby someone works, differing from an instrument. Back to our chair analogy, the instrument whereby the builder works is a saw and hammer. The habit habitude is the art of chair building. In the latter sense, we take the sun. In is taken in the sense of containing. God is said to contain in two ways. First, quote, by their similitudes, end quote. That is, as existing in that God knows them. In this sense, it is analogous to the sun. In the second sense, quote, things are contained in God for as much as he in his goodness preserves and governs them by guiding them to their fitting end, end quote, which is analogous to the Holy Spirit.